This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day and welcome to the Farm Size Podcast segment, Farm Yarns, where we dive into each guest each week to see what their psyche is and how and what motivates them, who inspires them, what their favourite book recommendations are and where they get to. So, Let's get into this week's with Paul Malloy. Well, Paul, we had you early on in the week talking about plant disease modelling as Dr. Paul Malloy, research fellow, and you're out of the University of Queensland, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. So at Gatton and sometimes in Brisbane and St. Lucia. Well, it was great to have your expertise on, really well received, and just to kick it off into this next segment of Farms Vice Chats with Paul Malloy. Let's get into who Paul Malloy is and what drives you as a person as well. So what's your morning routine as a plant disease modeler? <laughs> yeah, it usually starts with coffee, uh, follows up with a bit more coffee. But um, generally, uh, it's trying to get out of the house and to work before the kids wake up. Um, so, that'll be, so a cup of coffee, and um, onto my either push bike or motorbike to get to work. <laughs> Great stuff. Great for the environment as well. So <laughs> in 60 seconds, tell me about your first memory on a farm. Uh, my, my first memory on the farm would probably be camping. Um, I remember we used to go camping up uh, around Kenilworth, um, southeast Queensland, and we'd be camping on a, a grazing, that's a, there's a homestead there. And so I think cattle property. So it'd, it'd be uh, tents on, on the creek and there'd be a few, you know, you'd, sometimes you'd wake up and there'd be some cattle beside um, your tent, you know, checking things out, very curious. So, you know, those, that was my first memory of, of, of a farm. 
Yeah, I think quite similar, especially for people outside of farming. They go to the cousins or their families, friends farm and they go camping. So that's a cracker. Um, and who inspires you within your field of work or outside of it? Um, probably who inspires me might be outside my work. <laughs> Generally just regular people who are faced with, you know, very unglamorous jobs. And that, and that they have to do that day in and day out. And the perseverance in, in doing those kind of jobs is kind of inspiring to me. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any one person who's making a really good go of it that really inspires me to do better. I think it's just everyone else that's trying to make, have a go of it. It's a good one. Nice and collaborative. And a myth you'd like to debunk about plant modelling or farming in general? Yeah, um, that's a tough. I, I'm not sure if I'm all across all the myths, but um, I guess I've done a bit of work in powdery mildew and mung bean. Probably a bit of a myth there is that you should be putting out a fungicide spray around when you see myriads in the crop, um, and that could be before you see the disease. So that, that's what we would say. Yeah, that's a prophylactic spray. You're spraying just in case you know, that you're expecting to see it around then. Um, from all the research we have seen, that is just a wasted spray. Like the cost of a prophylactic spray is the spray itself. So that's probably one myth I'd like to bust. No benefit to an early spray there. Yeah, just for the sake of being busy getting on the spray, and that's a great one. Um, and what is one thing you'd like to change about agriculture within Australia and what is it? Um yeah, that's a good one. I'm probably, I'm probably thinking on like just food food wastage. Um, I'd really like to see. I think there's a lot of benefit with this um, renewable energy economy to put decentralise a lot of energy, um, the cost of producing energy, and make it more make some rural hubs around you know processing food locally and and building more building communities in, in, in rural, rurally. I think there's an opportunity to um, there in the future. I'm not sure how it would go from an agribusiness point of view, but that's one kind of thing I've been, I've pondered what, whether it would work. Um, yeah. Should, should be starting a domain, oversupply.com, and you just sell the oversupplied avocados, tomatoes, carrots, whatever. That's right. I, I, I always get a bit sort of yeah i see some gluts and where people just have to plow it back in i just you know they might have put a lot of work into that crop and had a good finish but just because the markets aren't there or going to service it i think um yeah i wonder if if there is an opportunity in the future to um to have some you know entrepreneurs there able to process things locally at a lower cost make it make different make a different product out of it yeah and i think like that's been really highlighted in this covid pandemic that we've gone through um and the ways that we can do that and it's probably a good thing that covid has put us into this way of thinking to improve our wastage um, right across the board as well not just for food but for yourself as a plant disease modeler what's the best way that you think sharing expertise on land care 
for the next generation is within plant disease realm? Yeah, I think well, getting staying connected between um, you know all people staying connected between farm and and city, I think is important. Understanding where things come from, and um, it's important. I think even with with COVID, there's been a benefit that a lot of people have been able to get out to the regional communities um, and see a lot of what's going on out there. So that's that's probably been a benefit. There's a lot more travel. Um, also, maybe um, I'd like to, I guess, I, I don't know, it's just my personal thing. I'd like to see a few more. I'm a big fan of trees and I'd like to see them around in, you know, maybe buffer zones because I think from a plant pathologist's point of view, I wonder if they could reduce the spread and the wind that the wind does the wind spread pathogens. Yeah. Um, if you've got some a larger block there to block those pathogens spreading between crops and farms, um, and and have them a refuge refuge for insects that might be parasites of of um, of insects on your crop too. So, yeah. Beautiful and very unique at the same time. But this one's a bit of a tongue twister. If you weren't doing what you're doing, what would you be doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably a trader, I'm wondering. Um, yeah, I wonder. Science is a bit of a hard go. Um, and I look back and think, well, yeah, I probably would have ended up doing a trade if I wasn't um, committed into science, but um, probably done would have done a lot better too. <laughs> I was first looking at a building because all my mates went building. So, but here we are farming and podcasting at the same time. But yeah. so for yourself, what's your favorite resource to learn from? What are you using at the moment? Um, well, I usually go to science, um, science literature databases and search through those. So it's probably a bit of a dry response, but I try to go to the, the research directly um, and scan through a, uh, a variety of um, responses. Yeah, a variety of literature to, to get a, a handle on the subject I'm researching. Yep, beautiful. Book recommendations either for business or just for life, motivational um or a podcast or something that you listen to a lot of the time are you a book reader oh i wish i had more time for books um and it's been a while since i've had a chance to actually get into one um so i don't know if i could recommend one i used to like the old back when i was a while ago i read the book born to run and i found that quite inspiring good one to read we'll note that one down and also, a bit of a unique question. What's a question you'd like to ask the next guest on the podcast without knowing their background or who they are? Um, yeah, how, how has plant disease impacted them? I'll be interested yeah. to see the answer for this one. That'd be a good one. Yeah, because, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, be interesting and bit of um, could be that Irish potato famine meant their ancestors moved um, <laughs> five, 
yet many years ago. So yeah, who knows? I hope that's the answer. But anyway, Paul, thanks for coming on to Farmer Chats with Paul Malloy. Great to hear another side of you other than through agribusiness as well and what you're doing with plant disease modelling. It's great work and hopefully a few farmers can get onto it as well for this season. Yeah, thanks very much, Jack. Thank you for tuning in to the Farms Advice Podcast. It is produced by Advert Your Eyes Digital, the agribusiness marketing specialist. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more information on this episode and the others before and spread the Farms Advice. If you love this episode, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe as it helps other farmers find us too. But until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country for Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.